All right, Glenn. So it's it's been a while since we've done this. Uh, so let me just kind of remind you of the 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 order in which we do things. First, we got the spoiler intro. Uh, then we got your intro, followed by two minutes each to go about what movies we want to talk about. Uh, and then we get into the review. The what? Why are you looking at me like that? Stop looking at me like that. Just just make a normal face. Be a a human boy for one second, Glenn. Can you do that? No. You can't even go more than two seconds without making that weird face. Oh my gosh. You know what? Let's just get into it. The following podcast contains spoilers for Clifford. You have been warned. God. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. This is your host, Glenjamin Button, along with your host, Miguel Magusto. Yes! Mm. It's been a while, Glenjamin Button. How while. are you? Since I could. I am not too bad. We're into yeah. the new year, 2024. Welcome, uh, Abadoos. I don't know. Yes. What, we're already kicking off to not knowing what the fuck Glenn is talking about, so that's great. <laughs> Hey, uh, it's been it's been like nearly a month since we've it, done anything, so it has. Yeah. Um, how's everything going? How you feeling? Oh, you know, uh, mm. wife had a second baby. Uh, it at, happens to the best the, of us. The end of November, so it's been uh, a, an adjustment. I think we're starting mm. to get into the swing of things now. Knock on wood. Hopefully, Knocking nothing on changes too much. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I've been good. How about you? How was your holiday season? just relaxing the best i can yeah uh it's been it's been a long time yeah and just i had had a built-up vacation and i just used it all and then i got right back into work and now it sucks again and that's <laughs> that's just how it is that's, that's always the worst when you take off you take off so long that you're just mm-hmm. like you know what freedom tastes like and then ripped right away from your fucking ripped lungs. right away yeah right yeah. out of it I would Not say then. Not too bad. two weeks is when it's like, that's like good. And then any more than two weeks, you're just like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do, go back yep. at all. I was, it went by so fast. It always does, but it was nice yeah. and relaxing for the most part. And now I'm working like a dog. Yeah. But uh, mm. in, in, in that, those days off, did you watch any movies that, uh, worth mentioning? I don't really think I watched almost any movies, which is yeah. crazy. Sounds but I right. did, however, <laughs> I watched uh, two shows. Um, one, other than obviously the movie that we did watch for this episode, but mm-hmm. I watched, uh, the Reacher show, um, and I watched the first season because the second season was coming out. I didn't get to the second season yet. Planning on doing that here soon, but the first season was really good. Uh, yeah. kind of surprisingly good. Um, and then I, for some reason was just on Amazon, was looking through some stuff to watch and finally, a uh, Fleabag was in, in my, my lock my locked eyes and I just went for it and it was actually phenomenal. It's uh, I was telling you a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, it, it's only got two seasons and they're very quick seasons and it doesn't overstay its welcome and ends just right. Like um, all British shows. Yep. That's and what if, they got. They have right. They, they're short yeah. and sweet. And if, uh, if they didn't introduce Andrew Scott in the second season, I don't think if they would have kept going the pace that the first season was going in and didn't do this the second the way they did, I think it would have just kind of been went like down, down, down. 
but yeah. went quick. Uh, they introduced Andrew Scott, which was great, and his character and mm-hmm. uh, Fleabag's whole little uh, roller coaster that that she goes through, and then it just ended pretty great. And that yeah. that was pretty great. And I was very surprised by that one because I heard good things, but like I, you know, sometimes I expect yeah. them not to be. Um, I watched the first couple episodes and just. I acknowledge it's good, but I just wasn't mm-hmm. in the mood at the time that I watched it. I've always been yeah. planning on going back, so I, I will mean, eventually. I would. But I, like, especially if you put it on the background, those first couple episodes, I could see why you quit. Yeah. But uh, I, I think I think it was good enough. Yeah. But it's also not your cup of tea, too. So I wouldn't yeah, necessarily I blame you. At least in the second season, there's romance for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't. But, it's not like that kind of romance, though, either. So yeah, yeah. I think I think you'd be okay. It also does something different, which I don't mind romance if it's doing something different, like mm-hmm. the fourth wall breaks that she does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We shall see. But other yeah. than that, I didn't watch too much. Uh, just a bunch of stuff here and there, but never finishing a full movie. But Mike, what did you get into, my f- my silly little friend? Well, it's been two months to the day since we last recorded, mm-hmm. uh, and I've watched fifty three movies since then. <laughs> Boy uh, was working hard, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to name all of them. Uh, the first one I will mention is Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls. Uh, <laughs> this, is, of course, is um, I believe his first name is Andrew Bowserman or ba- mm-hmm. Andrew Bowser. Uh, goes by Onyx the Fortuitous on TikTok. As a character. Uh, yeah, as a character. Yeah. He plays like that that goth alt scene mm-hmm. kid that's always just like, I don't know. Uh, but he's a, <laughs> Yeah. It's a really goofy movie that has way more heart than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really liked it. I think I think you know it's it's it it's fun. It's a fun movie, and I think people should check it out, uh, including you, Glenn. So hopefully you Ooh. check it out some part, uh, at some point. Yeah. Um, then I, I watched twelve Godzilla movies, the majority of which were last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to name all of them, uh, but you know, getting I got through all the Showa era. Godzilla movie, so I'll have a video on that late uh, soon. Uh, watched the holdovers, Paul Giamatti. Um, rewatched it rather, and uh, you know he he just won a Golden Globe for that, and then went yep. to In and Out Burger. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> watch Saltburn. Uh, a lot of people are talking How'd about Saltburn. It is exactly as shocking and weird as yeah. people say it is. Not my cup of tea. I understand why people like it. I thought it was fine. I've been hearing uh, I, a lot about I liked, it recently. <laughs> I liked all the parts that weren't shocking, which I, you know, no, I don't normally mind shocking things, but like the shocking things in this were like to the point where it was just gross. Yeah. So I was just, it's the same reason I don't like jackass. It's shocking and gross. I don't mind shocking. It's shocking and gross that I don't like. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't want to drink someone's bath water. No, thank you. Mm. I think that's weird. If that is a kink of yours, I will kink shame you till the sun comes uh, More for down. the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's just, yeah, it's a... Uh, everyone is great in it. The directing is great. The cinematography is great, but it's just not my cup of tea. Uh, yeah. Watch Napoleon. We watched that together, actually. Uh, we did. And that was my last movie adventure. Hoorah. Uh, for, for a while. Uh, Godzilla Minus One, we both watched that. Not together, but we both watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to, but it just wasn't in yeah, the cards. It wasn't in the cards. I'm trying to hurry up here. The Iron Claw, we watched that. We have a review mm-hmm. for that up on the YouTube. You have a review for Godzilla Minus One on YouTube. I do. And it then was, It was just that good or bad. Who knows? Yeah. 
And then I watched Maestro, uh, Bradley Cooper's latest film, which I have a review for up on the YouTube. And then the mm-hmm. last one I will mention before we get into Clifford is uh, well, two, Leave the World Behind. Uh, it's a uh, Sam Esmail uh, film with Ethan Hawke and uh, Mahershala Ali and Julia Roberts. Uh, that mm-hmm. was really good. I really enjoyed it. I know some people don't really like it. Uh, I thought it was really interesting, so I really liked it. And then I watched Poor Things with Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, um, I forget his name. I believe he has a show on, on Hulu called Rami, uh, but he was really good as well. Um, and then Willem Dafoe, of course. And, yes. Uh, yeah. Yorgos Lanthimos' latest film, he's always great. And then... With a bunch of different movies between Poor Things and this, I also watch <laughs> Clifford, which we'll get into right now. Clifford is a very special little boy. Would you please stop hitting the back of my chair? I am trying to sleep. I'm sorry, Miss Nice Older Person, but I don't know what you're talking about. Perhaps you were just having a nightmare about your early days in the circus. Hi, what's your name, son? My name is Clifford, and I think you're the bestest captain in the whole wide world. And he's bound for Los Angeles to spend a week with his Uncle Martin. Isn't there an incredible family resemblance? Look at this. Well, I I guess so. Are we ready to go to Dinosaur World now? I've got some bad news. (laughs) What? What? A whole gang of chocolate. I need it badly. What do you mean you're out of chocolate? I need chocolate! You just act like a human boy for one minute here. Look at me like a person. You can't do it for more than a few seconds. Look at me like a human boy. How many years do you think you'll get for kidnapping me, Uncle Ten Most Wanted? That is so cute. I really shouldn't put this in hyperdrive, but I just can't seem to help myself. Clifford, terror has a new name, and comedy has a new face. Oh, honey, be careful while you eat your cereal. Use a napkin. This boy and his cereal. A bratty 10-year-old boy is obsessed with visiting a dinosaur-themed amusement park. His uptight uncle takes the wily tyke in for a week and barely lives to regret it. Directed by Paul Flaherty, written by William Porter and Stephen Campman, starring Martin Short, Charles Grodin, Martin St- uh, Mary Steenburgen, uh, Dabney Coleman, Richard Kind, uh, Jennifer Savage. Ben Savage is in there as well. Uh, not related to, to Jennifer Savage. Just Spelled happened to both be savages. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, this I picked this because I loved this movie as a kid and up until a teenager. I probably haven't seen it in about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I know, and we can tell from the IMDb rating that a lot of people disagree with me. <laughs> uh, when when I said we were going to watch it, I said that anyone who doesn't like this movie should lose their right to vote. Now, the real question is, Glenn, do yeah. I stand by that statement? That is a question indeed. And the short answer is I may have overreacted <laughs> to, to people not liking this movie. Uh, a quarter of I, their votes matter. Yes. <laughs> That's I, it. St- I still think this movie is better than people give it credit. Yeah. Uh, I, I think people should be able, if they don't like it, should be able to vote in local elections, but not federal <laughs> elections. Uh, and that's, that's where I stand. Yeah. You can name who's going to be your comptroller, but you don't get to say who's president. <laughs> what did you, you think? You get to like? write it down. You just throw it out though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, what did you think of this movie? Um, I definitely know the, the big clip, of course, the one that I, 
or you had me reenact there in the beginning. Yeah. Um, mm. I definitely know this movie majorly from that scene, but that's kind of really the only thing that I know about it or mm-hmm. knew about it, I should say. Um, other than that, I had no idea what was I was going in for other than just him being a 10-year-old, t- a like a 44-year-old man being a 10-year-old. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the craziest part. Usually when, when people play kids, they're like in their 30s or yeah. late 20s. He was 43 or 44 when filming yep. this, and somehow him playing a kid is less creepy than him playing an old priest. Yep. So, <laughs> somehow, yeah, somehow. for sure. But uh, somehow he, he looked great as a kid. I mean, other than him, of course, being an adult, yeah, uh, he Except looked pretty good feet. as a kid. It was weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's like almost fitting. You know, him just being uh, charismatic enough to be like that, and just an evil fucking genius that is this ten year old. He played it so well. And it yeah. was it really made me hate his guts for a <laughs> long time. There, it's like, is okay. Is, is he being playful or is he just a conniving little little shit? And yeah, that's one thing that I forgot is that you're kind of. Like at you, the whole time you're like, okay, this kid's a little shit, but like he's still a kid, and yeah. then at some point it just turns like, oh no, he's an evil genius. Oh, he's just an absolute. Uh, he's unit. a he's a menace to society and should be locked up yep. and lose his right to vote as well. <laughs> if he even had it in the first place, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he 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 played it great, exactly uh, what the character was, mm-hmm. and it drove me bonkers because he just kept going and going and i felt more and more like uh uncle martin every moment of like i understand him to the core i understand everything that he's going through and i i like kids (laughs) but he made me feel like uncle martin to every amount of the extent that i would go crazy like like he did in this movie uh, they both played it. Charles, Charles Grodin was fantastic, too. He's so funny. Yeah, he's, um, he's underrated for, oh yeah. for uh, you know, what his career is. He, of course, was in all the Beethovens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he was in, um, what's that movie where the dog and cat are, is that him? Where the dogs and cat are, are trying to get home? God, what's that movie called? Uh, maybe he's not in that because I'm not seeing it on his IMDb. I don't know. Um, but he's in Midnight Run, of course. I was going to say, we did uh, Midnight Run. He was in that yeah. for sure. Yeah. He, he's such a great comedic actor. You know, he's, he, from what I can tell, he plays the straight man for the most part. And uh, of course, he recently passed away. And by recently, I mean like probably last year or two years ago. Uh, uh, two years know, ago, yeah. Ever since the pandemic, the, the whole thing's been a blur. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, he, he was a great talent. He's great in this, you know, just he plays off of Martin Short so well. It'd mm-hmm. be so easy to go I mean, he does go over the top, but it'd Especially be, with the yelling. There's yeah. a lot of yelling in this movie. It'd be yeah. so much it's it'd be so easy to go even more over the top than he does uh-huh. with Martin Short being, you know, on the other side of your scene. Yeah, uh, but he reigns it in for the most part. Yes, it's a it's a slapstick dark comedy, so he does go over the top. But it's never too much. And <laughs> my, I think my favorite, one of my favorite parts with him was uh, when he was trying to get the chocolate from the gas station. <laughs> I need a gang of chocolate. I need chocolate, man. <laughs> oh, just, yeah. He's just I going crazy. I love how Martin crazy. Short says he needs a gang of chocolate. He, yep, he needs, and then he just, like, he doesn't even yeah. think. He just goes. He's Yeah. Charles Gordon is just fucking running. He's like, you're telling me you sold all of the chocolate? And he's just freaking out. Yeah. And he just d- does this whole the whole like acting thing it's just it it was really 
that that part was genuinely really funny to me. Just had yeah. like that overreaction, but it was like campy and funny enough to where it was mm-hmm. like it didn't feel like it was like oh god, this is this is bonkers. Yeah, um, it just fit that part especially well. Mm-hmm. Other than mostly, I think it was just mostly that it kind of just kept ramping up into like too much like yelling. Um, and not as funny. Like that moment was funny, but the overreaction yeah. of it balanced well. The rest, a lot of the rest of it for me was just a lot of yelling, um, but not enough. I, humor I personally find yelling it. hilarious. <laughs> um, you do love like, Tim Robinson. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of people think like don't like Will Ferrell because all he does is yell, which I understand. Will Ferrell's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he is. But he does pretty much like all his roles are just him yelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I, especially Ron is Burgundy, just funny. I understand it's probably lowbrow. Uh, and you know the fact that people, a lot of people, also like Tim Robinson makes me feel good because I mean, he's he hilarious. All his skits yeah. are really funny, but a yeah. lot of them are yelling at the same time. It's yelling, but it's saying like very existential things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to even be. I don't want to be anymore. here anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the whole uh, the the pay it forward drive yep. through fifty five burgers, fifty five fries, fifty five pizzas. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I understand that. I personally thought it got funnier with the more yelling, but that's just because I like yelling. Yeah. But I, I get where you're coming from. It, it becomes less nuanced and more just like how crazy can we have mm-hmm. these guys go at each other's throat? Uh, and it's, yeah, it even gets to the point where we're very, very little, but where Martin Short starts yelling back a little bit yeah. when they're when they're at the uh, the roller coaster. Yeah. Um, I forget exactly what he says, but he he goes from talking like this to talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Well, how much time do you think they're gonna get for kidnapping me?" And then, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that's was what that was says. one of them, and I forget the next line. Yeah, uh, something something about um oh god, Miss Sarah or something like that. I don't know. But oh yeah, he, do yeah. do you think uh, Miss Sarah and uh, Mr. Ellis will name one of their kids Martin. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what you said. Yeah, the the, yeah. the the two were great together. They were phenomenal, yeah. especially when he was uh like just got out of jail and like he's just sitting there at the the table eating cereal and then he just <laughs> fucking slams his head into the bowl of milk. <laughs> he's just like, "Oh, honey, watch out for that milk," you know. Yeah. <laughs> A lot yeah. of their interactions were hilarious, but it, uh oh man. Especially the the beginning. Um when these two weren't together yet, it was uh, it was him and him and Bing Bong and just Richard Kind just oh, fucking yeah, fucking yeah, I've, yeah man. How could you forget Bing Bong? Well, because it's a voice. Like yeah, he's yeah. Richard Kind is such a good voice actor. I always forget. Like yes, it's just his voice. Yeah, but like I always just forget any character is Richard Kind because he just. <laughs> the way he speaks in his voice for those characters just works. And it was weird seeing him be like just a, a over anxious, yep. angry dad who's just at the end of his rope um, where it almost didn't even seem like Richard kind. It, it seemed like it Richard. He was, just, he was just <laughs> Richard. Not so kind right now. Richard mean <laughs> Richard. How but dare also, <laughs> a, a p- appropriate level of anger towards his son who is being a little shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but uh, that definitely set up uh, Clifford's character 
uh, right off to a T and just how yeah. crazy he was driving his parents, especially the wife, because she's just trying to hold. She's like, Julian, please, Clifford, please. And just going fucking back and forth. You could tell she like, was just wasted. She's, just, and she, I, she's like, like, stop it, stop it, stop it's it. It's like, did do you think that Clifford made his mom an alcoholic? Because she's just wasted the entire time. Oh, she's 100%. <laughs> and it's just like, was she that way before Clifford or yep. was she like this because of Clifford? And yeah. I thought that was a, a nice because she she, I, she doesn't go over the top with it. Like she's slurring her speech and obviously yeah. drunk. But like I didn't remember that from when I was a kid. So it's not something that like <laughs> a kid would pick up on. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I thought that was a nice touch and just. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I thought those <laughs> yeah. two played a, a parents very well for like mm-hmm. what kind of creature they they created themselves and just <laughs> how how bonk! Oh my God, Clifford would drive me fucking insane. Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad well. neither neither my kids are Clifford yet. Hopefully, they won't be your grandkids. I doubt anything. Grandpa could be Glenn, Clifford. Yeah, anything. My my poor old grandkids. They they'll learn. They'll learn not to ever mm-hmm. be such a thing, such a creation. But yeah, this movie is just very nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I again, I admit, I went overboard with my reaction for it, <laughs> but it I happens. still think it's. It's a fun movie. I think the 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 visuals of Martin Short, like obviously walking on his knees, or mm-hmm. the like, he always has his arms tucked in so they don't look long. Or he'll uh, like is, hug below, like uh, the shoulders. Yeah, he like bend over for real most far people to bend. Yep. Uh, and he he's also, I mean, he's not tall, but he's not he's not short either. He's I like I think he's five he eight. I think he's like yeah, think he's five, five six to eight. Um, and and uh, Charles Grodin was uh, only like six foot six one or something. He is five so eight. They, they definitely had either him walk on a platform, Charles Grodin, or had him wear like lifted shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to get the the height when they were walking and all that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just a it's just a fun, goofy, stupid movie from nineteen ninety four. Uh, that involves a little bit of terrorism, but is never called terrorism when he places a bomb <laughs> in in the uh, the um, the model the model of the city. Also, it's, it's wild to me that Charles Grodin's job was to fix public transit in L.A. Yep, because anyone who's been to L.A. could tell you that he did not fix it, so uh, they should not have fired him. Maybe he that's was working the, on the, it. the biggest joke right there. Yeah, that's why it exploded yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Martin yeah. Martin Daniels, poor poor man, went through it. Yeah, but in the end, he learned the power of love. He mm. did. Uh, what What was your favorite part? Huh? I think I honestly, I think the chocolate one might have been up there yeah. as the best part. I I think just the not only like that whole part of him just going crazy at the gas station is Martin Short bribing the kid to give him the dinosaur suit, and then getting caught. Um, by <laughs> by Charles Grodin, and then the whole interaction with the parents of that kid that they bribed, and being like, "Last time I saw him, he's got a wad of cash in his hand from in the bathroom," and she's like, "You pervert!" and slaps his face. Ends up slapping both Martin Short and Charles Grodin in one one oh, yeah. false sweep. I, I think that whole that whole interaction, I think, was my probably my favorite for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just too it's, goofy, it's, man. It's too it goofy. is goofy. And it's, I kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's a stretch of a message, but I do kind of like the message in mm-hmm. it where it's, um, you know, it, the whole thing is told from the 
old priest, which is Martin Short, you know, it's Clifford as an old man. And he's just saying, like, you can't push anyone, everyone out of your life and all in all that. Um, you know, just because they, they get in the way of your dreams and all that. Yeah. Which, you know, obviously, within reason, you can push them out of your life. If But if they're, like, just trying to help you and just minor inconvenience you, like, going to Dinosaur World a couple of days late. Um, but the, the when, he, when he gets... Uh, I, I like that it, it seemed like it wasn't going to end. Like, it, it didn't end at the amusement park after Charles Grodin saves Martin Short's life yeah. with him, like, hugging and making up. You know, there was... He, even though it was just done in, in Martin Short telling the story, there was a period of forgiveness in between that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's I like that, because a lot of movies fall into this trope. It's like, oh, the life uh, life or death situation makes people forget things. It's like, no, it doesn't. Like, Charles Grodin just did the right thing and had to think about doing the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, he almost let him fall. <laughs> It's kind of uh, crazy so, this I'm looking it's filmed it was filmed in 1990 and finally got its uh release in 1994. Oh. Okay, so Martin Short was 40 then. Yeah, I was one was I was like, man, they all look really good for like 45 years <laughs> cuz yeah. they were all kind of roughly the same age. I think Charles Grodin was just a little bit older yeah. than. That that also explains why why it looks even a little bit dated for 1994. Mhm. Um not that it's like a, a huge difference, but it, it it's still got like some of that uh, nineteen ninety feel to it. Um, but yeah, I, I I really like it overall. I think it's an, a five five point four out of ten is a little harsh. Yeah, I think people take themselves too seriously. I think the dark aspects of this were ahead of its time because you don't really see any dark comedies. Of this kind in the nineties, yeah. Um, you like obviously you have the Cohen brothers who are always a little comedic in in their their films, but like you don't see one that's just like goofy and dark as well. And mm-hmm. I think that probably turned a lot of people off from it because it's not the only one. Cable Guy is another one where that's a dark yeah. comedy that people thought was bad, but it's actually really good uh, just because of the time it was released. So I, I I really do think that this was ahead of its time. I think. Uh... I think it is, yeah, five point four might be a little, a uh, little low for sure. But I do think there's there's lulls in it for me to where like the overreaction was just the, the fucking the chocolate scene just popped up in the trailer for IMDb. <laughs> there's 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 lulls and overreactions in it and that are enough to like kind of like uh I'm kind of not interested in that right now. Yeah. Um, and I wish there was more genuine humor instead of just like straight up yelling at each other or like trying to scheme each other in some sort of way that's just kind of diabolical but i mean still regardless of that it is a great film uh martin short and charles groden are great great chemistry together just straight up overall yeah guys are bonkers i I understand all your gripes for it Mm -hmm. it's it's uh and i still want to vote even though i'm an ass and don't (laughs) I want the right to do it, goddamn it! You, you can vote. You can vote. Damn it! I, I'll allow you to vote. <laughs> Hell yeah! But uh, yeah, it's uh, that's pretty much all I got to say. Um, so should we get into the judgment? I think we should. Yeah. So time for the judgment. As always, it needs to be a unanimous decision whether or not it goes on the canvas shelf with the likes of a puzzle and handmaiden. Uh, this was my pick, so I get to go first. I think it's very clear. I've been voting every year since I was eighteen years old. 
uh, voting both federally and locally since I was 18 years old. It's I it's a movie that I've loved for a long time. Mm. Uh, I'm a little more understanding of people's gripes with it, I guess. But uh, you know, where else are you going to hear someone call it a gang of chocolate? And it's not not very many places. Not many places. And also, I want to ride that roller coaster, mm. no matter how terrifying it seems. I'll get you so the tickets I, to get on that bad oh, boy. Oh, thank you, thank you. So I'm going to say yes, it does go on the shelf, but you know, it's not 100 percent up to me. Someone mm. else might have a someone vote or else the right to vote. Someone else doesn't want to vote. Oh man, it's tough. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't even know if when if I saw this at the ripe young age that I'd still enjoy it as much. Um, mm-hmm. I, th- I think I liked it enough, but I don't think I'd I'd would slap it on there. Martin Short, he he goes there hundred percent. I don't know if oh, I yeah. like the movie overall to put it on the shelf. Sadly. <sighs> well, there you have it. Let me see the if face. America, Let me if see America the becomes face. a dictatorship, it's because of Glenn not liking. And this is why I don't enough. vote. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so Clifford, much to my chagrin. My Heart is Broken does mm-hmm. not go on the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden, but it's going to stay on my shelf, goddammit. It deserves Actually, I don't to be. Even, I don't even know if I have it. Well, look, look at should. the turntables. <laughs> look, look how the turntables. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Clifford does not make it on the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. I don't have it, but I'm going to buy it very soon. Uh, terrible, that brings terrible. us That brings us to our assignment for next week. Glenn! Yes? It's your turn to pick. I want you to know one thing, goddammit. What are we watching? <sighs> Do you know how hard it is out here for a pimp? Oh, my God. Do you know? I'm aware. It's pretty fucking hard. Luda. It's so hard that we're going to watch Hustle and Flow, the little lyrical <sighs> content that is behind that well, lyric. Uh, Hustle and Flow. It's gonna be on HBO Max. It's like all my days, I've been hearing this this beat in my head, man. Like pounding, but then sometimes, man, it get real soft. Man, it's like I can't be stopped. Go! I'm gonna make these suckers recognize I ain't playing ho. If you violate off the top trick, you gotta go. Woo! His words tell the story. It's hard out here for a pimp, man, for real. Hold on, I like that, man. It's hard out here for a pimp. Of the only life he's ever known. I'm here trying to squeeze a dollar out of a dime, and I ain't even got a cent. It takes time, DJ. The only family he's ever had. Put your hands right here. You know what this means? It means I can believe in you the same way you believe in me. And the only chance he'll ever get. You ain't never gonna be nothing more than what you is right now. To break free. My daddy, you know, his heart gave out on him when he was my age. It got me feeling like this is it for me. Feel that. You know it's hard out here for a pimp. It's a one in a million shot. I'm gonna dream big. Cause sometimes that's what you gotta do. Hustle and flow. It ain't the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. With help from his friends, a Memphis pimp, and a midlife crisis attempts to become a successful hip-hop MC. Directed by 
Craig Brewer, written by Craig Brewer, stars Terrence Howard, Ludacris, uh, Anthony Anderson, Taryn Manning, uh, Taraji P. Henson, DJ Qualls, and many, many more. Did I say Luda? Juicy J's in there. Uh, Isaac Hayes. I'd been wanting to see this movie since I saw the commercial for for it, or commercial, the trailer for it, and they're like, it's hot out here for a pimp. I never mm-hmm. never knew where to fucking watch it. Lo and behold, <laughs> I finally found out where to watch it. Yeah. Uh, it says it's on a couple things, but they all, regardless, lead to HBO Max, you having to have a subscription for that. Um, so yeah, I thought it was super fitting because Cat Williams, like the, the pimp he is here lately, just went viral too. So I was like, damn, this is pretty... It was pretty goddamn fit. Not, I, I, I want to I wanna take a part of this right now. I don't even know what he went viral for. Yeah, but, uh, a lot. I know he was like calling out a lot of people, but like some, all and I he, saw was Ludacris saying he's not in the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, he uh, had a lot of receipts and a lot of uh, uh, comedians and, and such are trying to fire back. But he's like, eh, listen, I'm, I tell the truth. There's a whole lot more to it than that, but it was a yeah. fantastic interview and he did great. Yeah, so... Hustle and flow, being forced to watch. I'm sure it's great. It was it's seven point <laughs> three out of ten. I'm yeah. It's just not a movie that I wanted to watch, but I'm yeah. gonna watch it. There's also a lot uh, of Terrence Howard movies that I've watched, and I kind of want to watch them. I, I Terrence Howard, I've I've met him. He used to come to the King of Prussia Theater because he live, lives oh. in the Philly area. Yeah, uh, and he was always an asshole. Oh. So it happens. I granted these were like 30 second interactions. He might be a nice person, although a lot of stories come out that he's not a nice person. But my interactions with with him were not great. Yeah. Uh so anytime I see him, I'm just transported back to those times. Well, let's uh, see if it stays on that track of him just yes. kind of not being great in this, too. We'll see. Yes. So Hustle and Flow is our assignment for next week. You can watch that on uh HBO Max and Cinemax yeah. it looks like. And three others, let's see. Uh, uh, they all basically lead to uh, Max. Yeah, HBO Max. So, uh, yeah, check uh, Hustle and Flow on HBO Max. Thank you, mm-hmm. everyone, for listening and watching. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we're Keystone underscore film underscore review. Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Keystone Film Review. And on Letterboxd, I'm Mike KFR. And I am Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when I probably sing again because it's hot out here for a PM. Mm. And that's the only part of that song I know. She's going to be great was, in this movie. It won an Oscar, that song, I believe. Uh, hell yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.